Wolf and Luke. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Welcome back to the show here on this Wednesday morning. We're getting back to that time of year, Wolf, where I don't even know what, what day of the week it is, partially because football's done and partially because it's just going to be do the Suns play tonight day or the Suns are off tonight. Day. Yes. That's, that's where it's going to be. Yes. Uh, they played last night. They won again. They're 11-3 and three in their last 14. Kevin Durant was sitting courtside. You know, John Bloom was also sitting courtside. Maybe the ovation was for him. He's joining us right now on the Arizona Sports Line. Bloomer, how's it going? It's going well, Luke. I, I, I don't ever get ovations, and nor am I ever looking for him. Uh, but uh, I, I thought last night was pretty darn exciting, uh, and, and I think you're right. I think we're back to the whole uh, appointment uh, viewing slash listening for Phoenix Suns basketball from here on out. Definitely. So watching this team play the game last night, what is the where do you start on this, Johnny? Well, Wolf, uh, I heard you talking about the guys looking like they were trying to impress their new teammate, and it made me think about, you know, when you're in high school and you get a game and you've got maybe someone special in the crowd that's coming to watch you play, Wolf. I bet that happened at one point back in Orchard Park. Uh, and so you want to show them something, don't you? And, yeah, I took uh, it to I, the prom. It, it, <laughs> exactly. Board, so that's what it looked like last night, didn't it? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it did. It's it's crazy, Bloom, because now you have – to me, last night felt like, okay, he's on the team. You know what I mean? And, and just the way this is working out, it's kind of rolling out in stages of like, hey, they traded for Kevin Durant. Hey, here's some grainy footage that Kellen Olsen shot of Kevin Durant dunking in practice. <laughs> okay, now Kevin Durant's on the bench. Now he's going to come back here at some point after the All-Star break. Um the, the the moments of they traded away Mikel Bridges and Cam Johnson, I don't think that'll ever go away completely for Suns fans. But boy, I tell you, this is the best way to uh, to, to move past it. Well, and we haven't even seen him, you know, make a bucket yet. And that's the, the like, tantalizing part of this whole, you know, experience. And, and you're right. Look, they are not going to be forgotten. In fact, it's still just so bizarre seeing them suit up for the Brooklyn Nets, and that's not going to change. That's going to be a weird feeling every time you see it, uh, talking about Mikel and Cam, the twins. Uh, I still look at them with so much affection, guys, and, and I'm rooting for the best for them. But uh, having made it through kind of those stages of grief or whatever you want to say, uh, the this process that we've all been through the last several days. Uh, last night was a big reminder of just the magnitude that Kevin Durant comes with uh, to a basketball court. And I spent some time yesterday just kind of, you know, doing some research and some homework on the guy because I want to learn more about him since he's coming here and we're going to get the chance to see him play. Uh, there was a great episode he did on Netflix with David Letterman. And I want to tell your listeners, just like I told Bernsey last night before the game, uh, I highly recommend it. It's about 40 minutes long. I was never a massive Letterman guy. I mean, I feel like he's part of my youth and my upbringing, but it was never my favorite show to watch, so I didn't gravitate to watching his show on Netflix, but when I heard a buddy of mine told me that Kevin Durant had an episode, I went and watched it. It was absolutely uh, captivating, and I enjoyed the heck out of it, and it taught me a lot about this man that we're going to see go to work, and boy, does he go to work. So, Johnny, there he is. He's sitting there on the bench, and um, I was noticing a Suns team that just as we've already talked about, looked like they were highly motivated to go out and impress Kevin Durant. Was there one player that you thought really stood out from how he's been playing up until this point? And if so, which player is that? 
Oh, thank you for uh, spoon-feeding me like Chris Paul and a bounce pass to DeAndre in the lane, and that's the guy. Yes, it is. It's DeAndre Ayton. And, and look, there's a lot of people that are a lot smarter than me in basketball that have been saying that D.A. is going to be the key in all this. You know, after looking at what the roster looks like with Kevin Durant's addition, you know, you break it down and you've got uh, Chris Paul and Kevin Durant, uh, absolute Hall of Famers, and then you got Devin Booker, a future Hall of Famer as well, in my book. Uh, and, and DeAndre Ayton's that guy that could develop still into uh, an upper echelon player. We've seen it happen. Uh, we've seen it happen when it counts the most in the playoffs where he's been a beast. And, and I think that there are certain buttons that you press with that young man and he takes a step in a direction that we all want to see him take a step in. And that was last night again. But it isn't just last night. You know this, Wolf. You've been watching him. I mean, the last several games, in yeah. fact, probably, what, five, uh, six in a row now. He's been focused. He's been on it he's been engaged and that is dangerous for every other team in the league it just is because they're already worried with Kevin Durant teaming up with these guys but if DeAndre Ayton is all those things I just said forget about it yeah. well yeah I mean that's that's it Bloomer like I, I don't want to get I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves especially after that Monty Williams uh <laughs> soundbite from yesterday where he got the text from Pop that said you know take one step at a time basically don't get too far ahead of yourself but most of these teams that have a big three don't have a fourth guy like the Suns do with DeAndre Ayton. And if he's going to play the way he has for the last two weeks, you know, if they're healthy and he's playing like that, I really don't know how you can possibly defend the Phoenix Suns no matter who you have. Well, and that's the thing, because when they go back and they look at the film, Luke, and DeAndre's seeing kind of the openness that he has on the floor that's being created based on the offense they're running and the attention that those guys have to pay to those other guys. Uh, it just is, is one of those deals where we already talked about pick your poison when we were just focusing on the backcourt of how well Chris and Devin were playing together last couple of years, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, then you add DeAndre to that mix, and he is an absolute threat offensively. Then when he can be engaged defensively you see what they do against the best offensive team in the league last night you know the Kings come in averaging almost a buck 20 a game so that's why holding that team to 109 means something for the Phoenix Suns oh and by the way Kevin Durant can play some defense too and he is as long as anybody is at the positions he plays on the floor so all these things are very enticing you know and and I know what you said about Greg Popovich texting Monty uh, is something that we're all going to remember and that means Monty Williams is going to remember that as well well and that's important because you don't want to skip those steps you want to make sure you're still playing your bas- basketball when it matters and that's not right now but it is good to see them building uh, and trending in the right direction when some teams that they're chasing uh, can't say the same right now Johnny before we let you go right now we're up against it but how about the bench what do you see in the bench are you concerned at all about the bench I'm not concerned, uh, but I do think that's probably the biggest challenge for the coaching staff is figuring out what the rotation should be uh, come playoff time. Now, they're going to have 20 games, 22 games after the All-Star break to use uh, to determine that. And I think that's going to be a lot of what they're going to spend that time. Now, obviously, they want to win as many games as possible, lock up home court advantage. But with regards to the bench, Wolf, every one of these guys, when they've been given an opportunity, have shown us something. And I'm not even using hyperbole when I say that. They've all shown us something good and something that they can contribute uh, positive towards this basketball team. Talking about the bigs when it comes to Jock Landale and and Bismack Biombo who hasn't been playing lately, and obviously the wings when it comes to Josh Okogie, who was fantastic in the starting lineup last night, and Torrey Craig, who you know has been starting all season, even though we didn't expect him to before the season started, and he's been excellent and may 
maybe an unsung hero of sorts on this squad. Haven't even mentioned the Lees and Damian and Saban, and they're both going to step up and, and contribute if they're given the opportunity. But that's a big if right now, and that is the if that Monty, Kevin Young, their entire staff is going to be spending a lot of time figuring out and trying to find an answer to. John Bloom, great stuff as always. Always great to talk to you. Enjoy the ride here, all right? I am going to do that. I look forward to, uh, you know, touching base with you guys as much as you want to because I think there's going to be a lot of fun stuff to talk about over the next few months. (laughs) Absolutely. Right on, Johnny. Thank you. Thanks a lot.